Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast night here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight you're listening to Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain. Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain offers an open and candid dialogue platform in which you can discuss issues involving sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addiction, depression, just to name a few. Join us tonight with your host, Janoris, Tasha, Tammy, and Tony. Good evening, everybody. It is September 1st, 2016, and I want to welcome you to tonight's episode of Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain. I am Janora, and I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony, Latarsha, Mark Anthony, and our special guest, Gift. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tonight's show is entitled, Parents, What to Do When Your Child Says, I'm Gay. Now, if you want to join in in our discussion tonight, please give us a call at 323-784-9638. That's 323-784-9638, and press 1. Let the engineer know that you'd like to be added into um, our queue. And I just want to let everyone know that um, tonight's topic is going to be of a really sensitive nature. You know, we never know... um, who may need to hear what's going to be said here tonight. And that's one of the reasons we do this show, because we want to be able to give people information, give them resources, give them things that they can use in their lives to deal with the things that they're going through. And so um, if you know anyone who is facing a similar situation, please give them a text, give them an email, and invite them to, to join us tonight. So you've just learned that your child is gay, lesbian, or transgender. According to Psychology Today, Tasha, some parents experience self-blame when they find out. They ask themselves, well, what did I do wrong? They also experience grief because the child that they thought they knew and loved no longer exists. Um, They experience worry, Mark Anthony. Will my child be beaten up? Will they be a victim of hate crimes? Will they be discriminated against? Will they get AIDS? A lot of things go through parents' minds. When there are religious aspects of it, they want to know what's going to happen to their soul. Are they going to go to hell? Uh, The stigma that's attached to it. They wonder about what people will say, what they're going to say about their child, what they'll say about them. But conversely, I found that 
they can also have a sense of relief because sometimes when a child comes out to their parents, they get a sense of relief like, oh, okay, now I can understand, like, what my child was going through, what was troubling all this time. So that's what's, what's been on their mind. So um, I want to turn it over to you, Tony. Tell me what your thoughts are. Can you hear me? I'm, I'm, I'm not muted, right? I hear you. Okay. I can't hear you. I'm Tony. Oh, you, you can't hear me? I'm Tony, and I'm um, trying to find a little clap for myself. Um, I, I, uh, thank you. I, I think, um, I think you're right, uh, and and I'm going to give a brief spill. I'm not going to be long. I'm going to have one close. I'm like a Baptist preacher. I think that a lot of people, um, and you took the words right out of my mouth, literally. But I think the first thing I wanted to say uh, about this is that. Um, I think, uh, and and I may get some criticism for it uh, if somebody's watching or somebody might be offended, but I wanted to come out the gate and say that we should, in my opinion, avoid the angry outbursts. You named all of the things that parents think about. And my main thing, and uh, I, like I said, I may get some emails and some discontent, but I, I just don't, I would, I, I would think that we would not tell our son or daughter, you're going to hell. Um, you know it's an abomination. Um, I, I think that it's time to pull together, and um, uh, the, the children are obviously confused. It probably took a lot to come forward, and uh, to be blindsided by getting hit across the head with a Bible, in my opinion, would do more harm than good, even though I do think uh, that there's a way to reach them spiritually, but you know ultimately God looks doesn't look at your sexual orientation; He looks at your spirit. And I got far more to share on that, and I'm going to shut up here. But I wanted to end my my early statement by saying that um, um, based on what you just shared now, and uh, based on how I feel about it, um, uh, I don't think. Uh, I think it would be easy for somebody to quickly judge, but I think that's the wrong path. So I've got some more I want to share, but I don't want to hog the mic, and I want to see what <laughs> Latarsha thinks. Hello, everybody. This is Latarsha. I'm call- I mean, I just want to say that I truly believe that um, it can be very disheartening when you first hear about um, your child coming to you because you we all have all these wonderful dreams for our kids. We all, you know, think that we sh- they should be a certain way, that um, we think that they should be a certain way, um, that we think it's best for them. And we don't look at, you know, what God is doing in their lives and what journey God has them on. So um, I can just share you from experience that um, – my experience with this is my daughter had came to me and was trying to explain to me that um, she was gay, and I was very upset. I was very emotional. You know, I kind of shut her down. You know, I said, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, this is not true. I did not want to believe it. I was not accepting of it, you know. And the more and more that I kept looking at her in her eyes, 
it started to break me, you know, when I would look at her and I could see the pain in her face. And she began to go to my friends and go to other family members and talk to them and vent to them about how I made her feel, you know. And then we came and we talked. And, you know, I had to pray. I had to work through it, you know, because I'm definitely not perfect, far from it. And we talked through it and we prayed through it. And then, you know, I was able to love my child in spite of what her sexual orientation is. And, you know, it helped me to see that, you know, I was being judgmental, you know, and we can't be judgmental to nobody, not even our loved ones, our children. So, um, you know, I just I just would encourage people to embrace them, love them, and just um, make sure that they feel loved by you and make sure that it's not that you necessarily have to accept it or agree with it, but they does not they don't feel judged. And that's the most important key that they don't feel judged, they don't feel condemned, and that they feel the love from you as a parent. Well, I have to agree with you there. I have to agree with you there, Tasha. I really, really do. I really do. You know, um I think that Everybody knows who this is. This is your boy. It's Mark Anthony. <laughs> and where are we at? You had breaking the silence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one of the things I would like to say, and I'm going to also keep this brief, but one of the things I would like to say that's very important to uh, parents whose child has come out the closet, it's not about you. Remember that. It's not about right. you. You didn't screw up. You didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with your DNA, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what the neighbors are going to think or the people at church are going to think. It's not about you, okay? Mm-hmm. Put you on the back burner for just a second and listen. Listen, because for one, you must have did something right for your child to finally feel comfortable especially in this world, to come out and say something as that with so much controversy. So mm-hmm. for somewhere, they have gained strength, and that's part of your home bringing or your home training. So mm-hmm. listen to them. Embrace them. Find out why they feel the way that they feel. It doesn't mean that you have to change the way you believe. No, you can stick to the way you believe, but you can also listen to see why they feel the way they feel. Give them love. Give them support. And as with anything, everything changes in time because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's still your child. And don't forget that. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that you've loved from day one. Why should it change now? Mm -hmm. Amen. That's a good <laughs> we got them. We got them coming. All right. So, Giff, would you um, would you like to share uh, with the audience at this time? Yes. Good evening, everyone. I am Giff. Good evening. I, um, <laughs> I really appreciate everything uh, all of you have shared. You guys share some really great nuggets of uh, um, tips on what not to do and what to do. Um, where were y'all at when I was going through this here? <laughs> I, mean, I did everything wrong. 
I not only had one child come to me, my daughter, but I had my second child come to me, my son, and they both came out to me at different times. And um, I was truly confused. I really I was confused. I, I was like, what the Sam Hill? What y'all been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I was straight religious. I got the Bible. I got the holy water, and I started swinging the water and the oh, oil yeah. and the, oh, everything yeah. all over the place. And um, <laughs> they, they were they were afraid. They were scared. I mean, they had, I raised them in the church, and they knew very much, you know, what um, I believed, and I thought they believed the same thing. That's what I was saying. But as you said, um, it has nothing to do with me or anything that I did incorrectly, and it doesn't have anything to do with them doing anything correct incorrectly. God made all of us uniquely, as the Bible says. And being uniquely made, you know, that means that we all are different. Just like our fingerprints are all different, you know. That's right. And, and yeah. um, there are no alike fingerprints. Even the twins that are born in the, their mother's womb, they do not have the same fingerprints. Okay, so our children, you know, they're going to be different. Um, after I got myself together <laughs> and I got some advice, actually it wasn't until really, I would say about a year ago, and my children came out to me probably about, eight or nine years ago, and um, it wasn't until about a year or two ago that I actually grasped how I was supposed to respond and how I was supposed to treat them. And that's basically, it is simple, with love, you know? Mm. How do we want to be treated, you know? That's right. It says um, we're to treat others the way that we want to be treated. So we right. are doing something that, you know, somebody else may not agree with. We don't want to be beat over the head. You know, we want somebody to understand, you know, why we're doing what we're doing, why we feel what we feel. So I had to accept that this was their differences, and I had to love them as my children, not look at, you know, what they were doing as being, you know, something wrong, you know. And um and just leave it up to God to take care of the rest, you know. Um, basically again, just showing love. Being there, being readily available to them for any, you know, communication that they wanted with me. And um now, I mean, we, we have Really great relationships, and sometimes um, they come and they share too much. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, 
So, do you find that when when you all are having like um, like family picnics or family dinners, do you do you sense that there is any um, issue with any of your uh, other family members with the the choices that your children have um, have made? Do you was there any any issue with regard to that? Oh yeah, there was there was some issue. Um, Recently, uh, we had um, the celebration of life ceremony for my well, relative, and um, there were those that totally ignored my daughter. And um, I mean, they were turning their nose up. And my, actually, my daughter didn't want to go. She she told me she said, "Well, I don't want to go because they're not going to accept my friend." And I looked at her and I told her, I said, listen, this is your life. This is a mm-hmm. decision that you have made for yourself. You need to walk in it. Be happy and walk in it. You, you can't live your life for anybody else but you. And I asked her, are you happy? And she said, yes. I said, well, then walk like you're happy. Hold hey, your head wow. up and keep going and walk yeah. in and that's what she did. She came with her friends, and she walked with her head up, and she was happy. I told her, don't I told her to ignore the, you know, those people, although they're family. And yes, it hurts because you want your family to accept you. I said, but you know, this is her life. They live there. They're living their life the way they want to live it, and so she has to live hers, you know. And that's what she did. That's wonderful. That's wow. Wonderful. Yep. That's Were there awesome. any issues in school or in social situations where they were the um, the object of any type of hate, um, like what they call hate crimes or any acts of aggression against them? Um, they have not shared any with me. I think because of the the, the, the time, because it was so popular, and the end thing to do, um, they did not, as far as I know, they did not uh, experience any any hate crime. Um, I don't know. Recently, my son shared with me, and he's 28, he shared with me, well, he made mention that something very personal happened to him, um, Within a year, but he wasn't ready to share it with me. So um, maybe that could be it. You know. Hmm. So I'm waiting for him to elaborate on that. But I, I think I'm grateful that I got a heads up. You know, and once he said that, I just you know began to pray. And I was like, God, okay, you're you're preparing me. You know, I'm going to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to share um, about um, it's I, because of the population now. It's, it's almost like it's a fed um, with yeah. the, with the kids, um, you know, being gay. Because even you know, it doesn't matter what the um, sexual orientation of the person is. I think that they just all um, enjoying this. You know, they. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them getting teased or mocked like they did back 
years ago. I, right. I, I don't see that anymore. I mean, I think that um, a lot of Christians, you know, like are turning those up or mm-hmm. um, look at them a certain way. They're being looked at a certain way, but, you know, um, I really don't um, see them doing that like they used to. Not here, you know, maybe in mm-hmm. other countries, but I don't see that here as much. Hey, and hey, Kim, uh, before, yeah. before we go to break, I had a quick question, and I don't know, Janoris might want, to, want you to answer it after the break. Um, I, the first question is just a, I kind of wanted a yes or no answer because I, it was a follow-up to it. Was there a mm-hmm. male figure involved? Um, were there, were there, was there a father involved uh, with them when you learned of this? Their father was... Right. In other words, did you have a father? He was physically present. Okay. My my question then, and and I don't know if if Janoris is going to take this after the break, but my question to you I wanted to ask is, um, have you noticed male members of the family reacting differently to it than the female members? Um, Especially the father and mm-hmm. you know uncles, male cousins, mm-hmm. do you notice a difference in how they react to them as opposed to the females and both so give if, if, if you could hold that until we get back from the break let's let's take a quick break uh we're gonna uh take a quick break to pay some bills as to say uh, we'll be mm-hmm. back with you uh, very shortly. please okay. stay with us. is the soul of America Radio. If you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. Worldwide Talk Radio. This is the soul of America Radio. Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addiction, and depression, domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain. Remember, if you want to join us on the show, dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 if you want to speak on the air. And now, back to the show and our hosts, Janoris, Latarsha, and Tammy. And we are back. Thank you so much. We're back to Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain. We're here with our special guest, uh, Gift, 
And right before the break, Tony uh, asked a question with regard to the men in the family. If uh, you had noticed any difference in the way that the men in the family um, have responded to um, your son uh, since he has uh, come out and admitted that he is gay. So if you could just share that with his gift, we would appreciate that. Oh, sure. Um, I believe the women are more accepted to um, him coming out, my son coming out, than the men. Um, the men, I would say majority of them cut him off. Um, and then the other ones, they... I guess ignored it. They pretend that, you know, it wasn't happening, you know. That, um, and his father was straddling the fence. One minute he didn't exist, and then the next minute, you know, he, um, you know, wasn't acknowledging, you know, nothing. It was It was like nothing was happening. And like I said, his father was physically in his life, um, meaning that he was living in the same household, but he was not there emotionally um, for either of the children, really. Yeah. You know, I noticed, and I wanted to say this quickly, the reason I asked you that, and I think we spoke about this, um, the host on the previous call, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to speak about, across board, I'm a, uh, but I know growing up a black child, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put the, 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 the race on it. Um, mm-hmm. As a young man, mm-hmm. we were conditioned to automatically respond a certain way, as as, mm-hmm. as not everybody but as a whole to people that were gay. It was like mm-hmm. you had to reply with anger or they looked mm-hmm. at you and said, well, right. maybe you like that. So, exactly. and I'm not agreeing with it, but that's just the culture. And I mm-hmm. remember you had to say you had to get mad and you had to hate them. You had to, you know, you couldn't, I don't want to mm-hmm. hang with that, blah, blah, blah. And you had to call them names, whereas mm-hmm. the females really were brought up a little differently. And I think that a lot of times, even in, in, in what you might be describing, we tend to pull back to that. And that's why mm-hmm. I asked you that, because even as a father, you 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 love your child, but I know deep, like you said, he he pulls back. I can imagine he gets that same kind of feeling. So that's that's the only reason I asked you that, because we as a, mm-hmm. as a race, I can't speak for the white kids, but we were kind of conditioned, not verbally, yeah. but just through the actions to hate that. Mhm. I I agree. I completely agree. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I think we got somebody holding that wants to speak. If I'm not mistaken, is that right? Yeah, Jones? we do. We have uh, Tiffany holding. Uh, she wants to to speak with us on the show. Tiffany, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, hi everyone. Hello. Hello. Um, this topic is, has been very, very prevalent um, nowadays, and I actually asked Latasha to speak on this 
But the question I have is, I'm listening to you, a lot of parents that is experiencing um, their child coming out of the closet, and but they're not getting to the question for me is, did you see any signs of your child being gay and, and ignored, like, different signs that you saw and things that they would have outgrown it? Or how early on did you see this before they actually even told you? Because sometimes as parents, we already know a lot about our child, but sometimes we try to hope they're going to even outgrow it or or we just don't want to even, you know, claim it. So a lot, I'm to the parents that said they do have a child that came out, that's the question I want to know. You know, did you see any signs early on? If so, how early did you see it? Were they dressing like men? The girls dressing like boys? More the girl, the boys having feminine ways? Things that you may have saw and you have ignored it and just said, you know, I don't think, you know, this is what's happening with my child. That's a good question, Tiffany. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and uh, answer first. Yes. Okay. Um, my, I don't recall, you know, any particular sign um, from either of my children. Um, my daughter, no, she didn't dress as a boy. Um, no, um, my son, he was very social. Um, he was, uh, a lot of times he was the life of the party, um, from, even from when he was young, all the way up, he's always been, uh, social, get along with everyone, um, no, I can't say that I see any particular sign. He was he was very a sensitive person. Um but I wouldn't say that that's a sign. So okay, so after he told you that things changed and now it's just like, you know, after he found that you accepted it. Now is he doing different things as his behavior changed now? Um, no. He um He's not of the flamboyant type. He uh-huh. is um, very masculine. And um, I think the only time that you could probably um, question it is when he begins to um, act out, you know, when he when he's having fun. And... Um, and he generally only um, gets loose with with family um, that he trusts. I mean, so we're using a lot of planning. Mhm. Do you think that he alters his um, character in front of you, and that he's someone different when he's not around you? Uh, no, no, that's not the type of person he he is. Tasha, are you still on? Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. I think Tiffany was... Okay. Um, when your child came out to you, your daughter came out to you, did you see her signs early on that she would be uh, attracted to women instead of men, or was it a total surprise to you? 
it was a total surprise because she didn't she she dresses girly um, all the time, and I never saw that coming. I was totally blindsided by that. So was she dating boys? Yeah. Um, I know that she knew that she wasn't allowed to date boys, but I, you know, I, I remember like seeing her on I forgot that social media page that came out before Facebook. I think it was MySpace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I seen her. Yeah, on MySpace, I thought I yeah, think I saw space. her like communicating with boys on MySpace um, back then. And then, you know, I know she was dating a little boy. She was always telling me she had this big crush on this little boy, and she would be talking to him on the phone, and you know, would tell me about it. But then, probably like a year after that, it it was no boys. It was no girls. I did, I just. She was just actively involved in sports and in in school. I never paid it any attention. So when she told me, it kind of threw me completely off my feet because I did not see that coming. When she told me, I think it was about, I think it was her 12th grade year. Her 12th grade year. So she was either 18 or getting ready to, it was May. Well, she turned 18 in May. So I think it was probably about 17. I found out when she was 17. Wow. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I've, I've talked to her on numerous occasions to ask, you know, um, did somebody hurt you? You know, because you have all of these questions. Did somebody yeah. do something to you? Um, yeah. You know, were you touched inappropriately? So you have all of these questions because you want to know, like, what triggered this, you know. Right. And, and you know, actually she's <laughs> trying to call in. But, um, you know, she, you know, she, she did, I, had, I had a lot of questions because I didn't know. I'm calling. Please, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, and it's, and it's real crazy because, honestly, the average parent, if they have more than one child now, one out of two is gay. And it's, it's mm-hmm. really, really so prevalent now. It's very rare that two people have two kids and not one of them are gay anymore. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, this is a really mm-hmm. big topic, and it, it do seem to become trend, trendy, but now I'm not even sure it's about trend anymore. It's, it's a whole nother, there's something else really going on. But I think part of it is uh, people trying to find identity, uh, mm-hmm. their own personal right. identity. Mm-hmm. And right. that's why we're hearing so much about it now, uh, because that's what everybody wants. They want to be considered or accepted for who they are and whoever that might be. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, even, you know, go ahead. I think that a lot of it derives from a lot of people are not um, God-fearing people anymore. So years ago, even though it's been going on forever, you know, a lot of people more so would not, like, come out the closet. So now people really don't fear it anymore, and it's so accepted that, you know, now whatever they think, they do. So I think that people do whatever they think, regardless of whether it's gay or whatever. It's just, it's just too accepted. I still think that in, in, at the end of the day, you know, God created man to be a man. God created woman to be a woman. 
and that's my belief. I don't. I'm not, I haven't expressed that as a parent because my daughter isn't gay, but I don't know how I would bite that bullet if she was to come to me and tell me that. But I do have a godson that is gay, and at one time I used to hold it against his father because his father don't have a close relationship with him. But just a few years ago, I had to go to him and apologize to him because I had to tell him he's not my child, so I can't tell you how you should feel. Mm-hmm. Wow. But at the end of the day, that was if if your child did come out and say that, at the end of the day, that is still your child, and I'm sure that you will mm-hmm. still love your child. Uh, it's it's easy to look at things when it's not close to home, and it's easy mm-hmm. for us to pretty much say what we will or will not do. But when it comes close to home. All right, uh, and it gets very personal. You'll be surprised at the different reaction that you might have. But well, we do thank I, you for that opinion. It, it, it hasn't hit my child, but I have a best friend that's gay, that's married. This has been attacking me in different ways for the last 10 years. And at first, even when my best friend told me she was gay, I did not want to even be around her. So I had to mature on my own to say, this is who she is. It doesn't make her different or make her no, no less of a person than I, than, than I am. But in the same way, yeah. you don't agree with certain stuff. And what I heard the young lady say, sometimes when you open up that can of worms, then they expose too much. I don't need to know all the great details about your lifestyle. When you're around me, mm-hmm. conduct yourself in a certain way. I don't need to see all that. I really don't because that's, that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Thank you so uh, much, Tiffany. We appreciate that. Yeah. I wanted to say right we before do. you said this, Tiffany, great call, and I wanted to add mm-hmm. that we can't change. We're not responsible for other people's behavior. And um, I, I heard you mention that uh, when it became, when when you heard about this friend's uh, a daughter or son becoming gay, you, you, you said you started to, you thought, well, he didn't spend enough time. But actually, I, I feel that we aren't responsible. It's not our job, uh, actually, to um, to to try to change their behavior, um, and so it's like trying to make a pianist into a football player. I I wanted my son to play as Kappa. He might play as Alpha. So the thing about it is, is I think that we have to let um, we have to just love them unconditionally. That's all I wanted to say. And that is that is very good, Tony. That that is the most important thing. We have to love them regardless, even if we have to agree to disagree. Yeah, because they are ours. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Well, if anybody wants to join us uh, in this conversation, you can reach us at three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. We're going to go to a break for a few moments, and then we're going to come back. We have a couple people holding online who want to talk to us. Or we see you out there. We'll be back shortly. Join us, please. Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addictions, and depression, domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain. 
October 22, 2016, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., we will be hosting the Breaking the Silence Tour 2016 at the Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Towson, Maryland. The seminar will feature three guest speakers who will share their stories and what they have done to overcome their circumstances. We will have question and answer breakout sessions with the speakers and local professional counselors who specialize in sexual abuse, domestic violence, drug addiction. We will provide resources on the various topics and contact information for anyone who desires counseling. Please make plans to be there. Worldwide, Coast to Coast Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soul. And we're back. Yes, we are back. We are having a great conversation tonight. For those of you who are just joining us, our topic tonight is parents. What do you do when your child says, I'm gay? We've had lots of comments. We have a special guest tonight, Giff, who is uh, joining us here in the studio. And we also have some callers, so let's get to it. We have uh, Ward Ellington, Jr. calling. Hi, Ward. How are you? Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. How are you? Hey, what's going on, people? Hey, this is good. This is some um, this is some good uh exchange we got going here. I've been standing over in the wings, just watching and listening. And um, while I don't have any personal uh experiences with any of the kids coming out there, I got three boys. And if one of them would come out, I would like to think that I would be the unconditional, giving all the love and all that what I was supposed to do. I really would like to think that I would be that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, someplace in my most sincere place, I would be held question my own involvement. <clears throat> um wonder why. Just all kind of stuff. I mean I mean I just I think it's I think it's cultural. And um <clears throat> so I don't know. But I think it has to be a place where a person comes out probably be at their most vulnerable, most fragile and and even on the most opposite end, the most strength would be displayed at, at that at that time, because mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of all of that to come out. Yeah, that's true. And that's admit true. It. I mean, you know, you have to have a certain level of strength first of all to make it to that point mm-hmm. in your mind where you decide that you come out. You got to have a certain level of strength, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Then you also at your <clears throat> least. Even it's like an oxymoron. You're at the most fragile place because mm-hmm. if you, the person who they're coming out to, their reaction is gonna be like such a, such an important. It's the most important reaction could be it's the first person you're coming out to. Then it's your parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because so you know, because then you got you have to coddle that individual. You gonna have to mm-hmm. embrace them. 
because they're in a delicate place. <clears throat> the suicide rates, the uh, general public disposition, even though society has loosened up and um, we're constantly being desensitized to people's sexual orientation through the media especially and other forms of whatever, it's still a delicate situation that has to be handled with great care. Yeah, right. That's all I, that, mm-hmm. I got to say. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That's, that's great, like great comment. Say. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think uh, I was listening to your guest, <clears throat> and the question that you posed before the last break, somebody posed about the father's, Acting a certain way and the mother's acting a certain way. I think we are wired differently. Yeah. And um, uh, I think we're supposed to use different hemispheres of our brain and okay. think from a pace of, pace of practicality and function as opposed mm-hmm. to a pace of emotion. And so it's going to be, um, it's almost like you're wired to handle it differently. I I would like to say at a very basic level, because the mm-hmm. different places that you uh your your thought processes come from, being male and female. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'd probably be like to get um uh, the guest said the father was there physically, and sometimes mm-hmm. it would vacillate between trying to call him and trying to reject him and trying to push him away, trying to want him. Noting back mm-hmm. in mind is your kid, they need all your support. But right. I'm just honest about how I probably be. <clears throat> well, amen anyway. for walking in your truth, Ward Ellington. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, Thank you so much. Thank we you always for enjoy it when you come and, and you share with us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. That's so we also I like that name, Ward Ellington Jr. That's important. <laughs> I ain't lying. You need to run for president for that name. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be kidding. I'm serious, okay, man. Okay, we have another another caller in the queue. Oh my goodness, this sounds familiar. One of our favorites. Hello, Ebony. Hey, ladies. Hey, Thank you for that warm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to call in. You know I had to. Um, you know, I was listening to the show, and I wanted to share because this is very close to home. And I remember how I felt. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can hear mm-hmm. you. Okay. So I remember um, a time, probably about five years ago, my daughter came. She didn't actually come out to me. She hid it from me. But I started to see signs and uh, just started to become curious about certain behaviors. I'm going to tell you, I was oblivious. I, I, I knew she was a little rough around the edges. I knew she was very tomboyish. But... I that never that never crossed my mind that your daughter's gay, and um, I know that some people can tell or say that they knew from the very beginning, and I'm like, well, was I that intuitive with my child? Because I really did not. That was the 
I just didn't, I couldn't imagine it. So when I finally, when she finally confessed it, um, I actually found out about it being on, um, uh, it was on, it was on Facebook or something that she liked girls. And she said, no, you know, that was um, my friend, he's playing games and he did that. So, you know, again, me being oblivious, I still did not want to believe. And then I started seeing who she thought was hanging with. Um, at, at her school, and still uh, raised, you know, maybe just they just tomboys, you know, um, because you just never believe that that's going to be, that's not going to penetrate your household, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I finally found out, I'm gonna have, I have to be the first to tell you that I'm very disappointed in my behavior. And that's because I didn't know any better. And and what I've been taught for years of my life is that man and woman, woman and man. Um it was it it it's you know, not to even discuss or talk about different experiences that you had growing up or what have you, but to actually be in that um to actually be in that lifestyle or to have that to be your your lifestyle period was kind of was just mind boggling for me, and and then and the other thing that parents think not my child, you know, I hear a lot of parents say, you know, I have gay friends and I know gay people and I'm cool with them, but not my child, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's crazy, you know. Um, I did have to seek some counseling through the process because. I did shun my daughter. I I was very hurt. Um, I shunned her because I was hurt, and I didn't understand, and I didn't know how to accept. And the first thing that went through my mind, all these we have all these plans for our children and these expectations for them, but they have their own valleys that they have to go through. And. Once I reckon, once I realized, I went to therapy a little bit just to, and the, the woman, my therapist at the time, she was a Christian woman who also believed that you know, man, man and woman, and woman and man. And the first thing she said to me is that you have to love her past her sin. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to love her through her sin. You know, you have to love her. Completely mm-hmm. and utterly, because you know there was the statistics of the them running away from home and and you know committing suicide and how mm-hmm. hard it is to come out because you have this distinguished family. I mean, I'm not, you know, I wasn't anything like that, and I know that her father was a, a very strict Christian, you know, but um, I I just looked and said, I love my kids, you know, mm-hmm. so. It you know, and again, it took probably about you know. I, I felt like at first she was pushing it on me, and I just you know, it just became a thing where I'm like, you know, you have to give me time. You can't just throw this in my face, and and then I just started to just I I just made peace with her. You know, um, I still do. I still would love for my daughter to be married with children and, you know, have a regular life because I know how, you know, um, before I was thinking about 
oh, look how she's going to be judged. She's going to be targeted. She's going to just that and the other. But this, the way the life, the way that it is today, people accept uh, gay relationships better than they do uh, heterosexuals. And I found myself about a year and a half later of accepting her um, and just loving my daughter, um, you know, uh, at a at gay pride, supporting her. Um, and I became one of those moms, those moms that, you know, just going to love you through whatever valley you have to go through um, and however you come out on the other side, I'm just going to love you through it. And that is what got me through the whole confusion and, and just the disappointment and just wanting wanting, my, wanting the life that I had planned in my mind for her. Um, and that wasn't, and what wasn't her valley to go through. Mm-hmm. So that's me sharing this evening. I hope it helps someone. Yeah. Beautiful. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So it seems like you learned that it wasn't about you after all, and you put her first and gave her yeah. that unconditional love. Isn't that a wonderful mm-hmm. thing? And that's what I say to all the people that, um, as Tony's mentioned at the early uh, of the show, that want to beat you on the head with the Bible. Why don't you think about how our Father in Heaven loves us unconditionally, no matter uh-huh. what we do, no matter what uh-huh. we do, when we know it's wrong. He loves us unconditionally. And if yeah. we are made like him, we need to love each other unconditionally. Uh-huh. Don't judge, because as we all know, there is only one judge, and yeah. we are not that person. Yeah. Agreed. So thank you yeah. very, very much for calling in and sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks so for, for parents who, um, oh, yeah, we always love having Ebony again. Uh, for parents who um, need some support, like we always try and provide some resources, some support um, for people to be able to go to, to to get some additional help. So I have some resources I'm going to actually post these on our um, Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain web, uh, Facebook page, but I just want to kind of go over this. So there is a uh, support group. It is called P-FLAG, P-S-L-A-G, and that stands for Parents, Family, and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, and you can go on their website at www.pflag.org. And there's lots of uh, lots of chapters all over the United States. So if you feel like that's a service that you um, can use, please feel free to to go and do that. There's also a list of uh, books. Uh, one is called Coming Out, Coming Home, Helping Families to Adjust to a Gay or Lesbian Child. Um, I did a preview of it, has some really good information. It's also recommended by Psychology Today. So um, please uh, write those down and uh, look on our Facebook page, and we will have them posted um, at the end of the show. Uh, Tony, can we take a quick break and um, pay some bills, and, and we'll come back and we'll wrap things up. Thank you. Help me 
Hello, everybody. My name is Towns Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addiction, and depression. Domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain. Let's just put it out there. What do you think? Sex addiction is it a diagnosis or an excuse? It's, it depends on the person itself and what we define as sexual addiction. All sexual addiction is not negative. Our topic tonight will be marriage versus living together. Does a piece of paper make a difference? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what kind of are we referring to here? Let's clarify that. <laughs> So come on, you survivors, join us every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern so you can break the silence and heal the pain. Right here on SOAR. This is the Soul of America Radio. Breaking the silence, healing the pain. And we are back, family. Thank you all so much for being uh, patient through the break. And uh, we're going to go to our um, line. We're talking tonight about uh, parents whose children have come out to them stating that they're gay. We've had a lot of folks to call in uh, sharing their personal experience, and we also have a special guest on our panel tonight, Gift. Uh, She's uh, been in with us tonight and sharing, and we really appreciate uh, you coming on, Gift. We always appreciate your contributions to the Facebook page. You always give us something very positive, and so we're, we're really happy about having you here, and thank you again for being here with us. So we're going to go now to our, let's see, do we have somebody holding? I thought we had somebody holding that wanted to talk. Yeah, we didn't get the screen up, but she's on now. Okay. All right. Hello, mystery guest. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hi, welcome to the show. Let's give her a clap. Come on in here, girl. Hi, my name is Autumn. Hi, Autumn. Hi, Autumn. My name is Autumn, and I'm a lesbian. 
And um, I came out to my mom. Sorry, I was like 16, and um, I actually had a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and she had came to see me one day. <laughs> and um, I was on crutches, and my mother was very angry because she just did not. And I guess she just did, she was clueless that I had a girlfriend, and it was just I don't know. She was just really upset about it, and like she just went off on me in front of her. <laughs> I'm snitching, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You walking in your own truth. <laughs> <laughs> she just was upset, so I don't know. I mean, it made me feel like it. it I'm. I to be honest with you, I never really felt like unaccepted or anything like that because I really don't care about what anybody thinks about me. But it just hurted me a little bit just knowing that my mother didn't accept it, you know. So and I was accepting all the things that she was dealing with, but she couldn't accept me. You know what I mean? So it just kind of did. That was. You know, but that was it. I didn't really have a a terrible coming out because I didn't really care what nobody thought about me. And so how do you how do you think your relationship is now that she is knowledgeable of it and accepting of or I should ask this first. Do you do you feel like she's accepting of it? Yes, I feel like my mom is very accepting of me. I mean, she we came a long way. When I tell you all we came a long way, we really did. But um, as of right now, I feel really comfortable with my mom. I'm very open with her about everything. So, wow. Um, it took great. a while. That's great. But, you know, great. she's just hey, accepting. Um, this is who I am. Hey, Autumn, let me ask you something. Yes? Um, we These shows go in podcasts, and they go all over the world. And people listen to them, and they'll be listening to them till Jesus comes. If you, if somebody's listening, a person, a young lady or a young man that, that has – has realized or, or or wants to go to their parents and say they are gay and they're fearful that they might get that same reaction that you got because I'm sure you knew your mom and you kind of anticipated it, uh, maybe not to the extent. What advice would you give them um, uh, uh, regarding how to tell them or how to react to their uh, the way they may come back to you? Um. To be honest with you, like a real honest answer is like I've met so many different, you know, people, you know, all different types of lesbian, um, you know, gays, there's lesbians and there's gay, then there's transgender. And to be honest with you, everybody's different because they you know, every my, everybody's mother or parents can't take it and I just I, I have actually had a friend where I've told them, you know, just open up, just be yourself, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, your parents have to accept you, because this is who you are, you know what I mean, and you don't want to hate yourself every day because your parents don't accept you, you know, you have to love you, and just hope that one day they they understand you, you know, so, mm-hmm. it's just like, mm-hmm. the only thing that I could say is, if you, you know your parents, so, if you feel like they are not going to go off, then just be open. Be honest about it. Just, you know, this is who you are. If you feel that way, but if they are not safe, don't do it. I'm sorry. 
Repeat that for us, Anna. <laughs> I said if they are not safe, do not do it. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I've had I've had friends that try, you know, been open about their parents and just it was horrible. So <laughs> Whoa. Okay. What's I can understand. I can understand that because yeah. I guess some parents, from what I've read, have put their children out. Uh, they've been attacked. Um, so I, yeah. I, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. Right. Great answer. You know, and it's, and it's uh, like it's not about you know not wanting them to come out. It's just about being real about it. You know, it's about being real because not everybody can handle you know the gay or LGBT community. It's just pretty can they judge us, so, you know. So oh, my I question to you. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just going to ask Autumn, what made you at that point uh, decide to come out to your parents? What, did you, what, what, what brought you to that point on that day, this is what you was chose to do? Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually remember coming out to my mom, it just hit me. Like, I I had a girlfriend, and I was talking to her, and I just was, I'm not a very sneaky person. This is just me. <laughs> so, it's like, you know what I mean? It, it just happened, and I wanted my mom to know. I, I didn't know how to tell her, but mm-hmm. I just had my girlfriend come over and see me one day, and just, and hopefully, okay. you know, I was just thinking she was going to find out. Okay. Uh, Somebody had um, posed a question, and when he posed the question, the question was, um, how long did you know that you were gay prior to a lesbian before you um, finally wanted to expose it? Oh, oh, okay. Um, I knew that I was gay since I was young. I actually... Used to kiss my best friends, two of my best friends, and when I was very young, and I, I don't necessarily know why, but I liked it. So I just, you know, that's what I liked. And um, to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of movies. We used to watch movies, and me and my best friend used to kiss. And that's the only little answer. So as I got older, I started having feelings for girls. And um, I don't know. I just it just happened. I it just I I don't know how to answer that question. I'm be honest with you. I never even asked my own self that question because it just happened. When I was young, I liked girls, and I just always did. It's just natural so, for you, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. He said I was it's just natural for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 We definitely appreciate you being open and transparent with us, and I appreciate that a whole lot. It means a lot. Thank you very much, yes. Thank you, (laughs) All right, so uh, in closing, we're going to get out of here, but we have really had a great, great conversation tonight. And uh, before we go, I want to do two things. One thing I want to give – gift and an opportunity if if you could say give one piece of advice to parents who have been uh been told that 
um, by their child that they are gay, if you could give them one piece of advice that could help them, give what would that be? Um, first and foremost is um, just to respond with love. Again, that is the most powerful um, to respond with love. Yeah. Wow. I agree. I agree. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> That's 25 pushes. So, all right, on uh, our <laughs> next uh, show, we will be talking about depression, living in the darkness. So please tell all your friends, call in next week, listen to us. We really enjoy getting the feedback, and we really want to be able to help people. And so that is what this forum is about, is about helping people, putting resources in their hands. People can always learn from other people. Your experiences that you've gone through, you you must not believe that you've gone through them for no reason at all or just for yourself. Share those experiences because other people are going through things too and they can help you. So on that, everybody, I'm going to say I'm out. My co-host, you want to say goodbye to everybody? Good night, everybody. We appreciate the call. I wanted to apologize to India. She was holding it, and we didn't get to her, but call back. India was holding? Yeah. India wanted to speak, but we, you know, I just wanted to say apologize to her and tell her, you know, you can check us out on the Facebook on the Facebook page or call us back. All right. Yeah, we'll get you next time. And thanks so much. Sorry about the technical difficulty and the drop call. Everybody, have a great, great week, and we will see you here next week where we will be breaking the silence and healing the pain. Good night, everybody. Good night.